0: hello and welcome to a royalty episode of the drywall podcast with us today kayla sullivan beckett aka the taping queen out of edmonton alberta joins us to discuss early challenges of being female in the industry the drywall junkies page and driving people to work it was hard because
1: i really didn't like drywall in the beginning
0: (laughs) I really did.
1: I, I really thought it was a really dirty, dusty job, it's and shitty. my, ex, uh, my <laughs> ex was like an idiot, and he was like toxic and stuff, so he actually lost his license. So I was like forced to drive him to work every day. So I was okay. going to school and I was going to drive, driving him to work, and because there was no point in me like getting a part-time job while I was in school while he was doing drywall, so I would just go to work with him on the weekends.
0: Kayla and I go all over the place talking about all kinds of topics, including the bead hopper, women in construction, to the burrow expert. Also, I'm excited to announce our newest sponsor for the months of March and April, Can-Am Tools. Can-Am has been a supporter of the Dryway Podcast and Fresco Harmony for a long time, and I appreciate them for that. Can-Am Tools is celebrating 50 years of excellence as the original and leading inventor of the semi-automatic drywall finishing tool. Their line of tools is centered around the Compound Tube. The Compound Tube is one of the most versatile tools on the market. For the months of March and April, you have a chance to get your hands on these tools at a discounted price if you go to canamtool.com and enter promo code TDP15. Also, be sure to be on the lookout for my interview with company president Wolfgang Dombrowski coming soon. The Drywall Podcast is also brought to you by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. Now available online at CSRBuildingsupplies.com. Kayla and I talk about Can-Am tools and a ton of other stuff on this, the 40th Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. Kayla Sullivan Beckett, One Chick Taper and company, doesn't really need an introduction. She's pretty well known in the industry as a mogul. Um, yeah, and the, the you're from Edmonton.
1: So originally, I'm actually from Ontario. Uh, so
0: Ontario. I moved,
1: I, yeah, I moved to Edmonton in 2011.
0: Okay. Okay. So okay. I
1: I met my husband. We dated long distance, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, "You're either moving here, or I'm moving there." And he flew here, and he packed yeah. my car and drove you to Alberta, and that's I where I was kid. for like nine years. I
0: Had a guy. He was like, a, he came and scooped you up.
1: That's it. Like there's like yeah, there was no messing around with that one.
0: (laughs) How long have you been married?
1: Uh almost eleven years.
0: Eleven years. That is pretty dang good. Uh I'm at eight. We had some we had some rockiness yesterday. There was some there was some there were some waves it's out all in the rocky, ocean. All ups and downs, <laughs> all the time. You know, her thing is, I'll just talk about it. Like, who cares? We can do say whatever the fuck we want, Kayla. You know what? Although, no, CanAm will be sponsoring the when this drops. It'll be The month will be sponsored by CanAm, but yeah. you know what? What makes the podcast cool is that we say whatever we want. We don't have no overlord looking over our shoulder. We can just. Let let it let it go for a little bit here and speak freely and honestly. And I think that's what makes a podcast cool, though. Uh, with Definitely. that, what was I going to say? Oh, when we get in a fight, she always goes straight to like, let's separate. Let's separate for thirty days. And I'm like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes, dude! Like separations, like for when it's like you're miserable for a couple years. Like you can't deal anymore. And then like maybe you separate, but like every fight. And it's like, dude, we just had like two, three good weeks, like solid, no issues, went skiing, all kinds of cool stuff. And then it's like, we get one little fight and it's like, oh, that's it. We're done.
1: My husband, if we get into any type of argument, I'm like, go to the trailer for the night. Just get out of my house and I'll see you tomorrow.
0: (laughs) yeah well and and a lot of people say you know you want you don't want to go to bed mad but That's in right. in my relationship it kind of works like i'll go sleep we have a seven-year-old so i'll go he has a, a queen-size bed so i'll crawl into his bed and just like you know i'm sleeping yeah. in i'm sleeping in sean's room tonight
1: marriage is all about compromise like i always say like my husband's grandfather like he was married for like 70 years you know and i always say like you no marriage will ever be perfect and no. it's all about compromise and the biggest thing of all is communication communication yeah. is key to any relationship because everything put aside it's like if you're not friends and if you can't talk through issues and problems and you know yeah. especially if you're together like I was 23 when I met my husband okay so like and, I, like, and like I'm like in my my mid-30s now you know like how old your
0: how old's your now. husband is he older
1: he's older than me yeah he's 40 how
0: much He's forty seven You're you're like exactly the same as my wife and me. I'm forty six and she's your age. No way. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Well, it's something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just you... I
1: couldn't deal with people anymore. So I was just like, I knew what I wanted and I I wasn't gonna stop unless I found that. So
0: I think it I was works very pretty blessed good. At a young age. <laughs> yeah, we got married. I we hooked up. She was 21. She lied and said she was 22, which is kind of comical. But uh, <laughs> it it made a difference for some reason it sounded better in my head. But uh yeah, uh we've been together I think 11 years and married for 8, you know. And it's although it's a little different because I'm I'm a Gen Xer, she's a millennial like you you know there's a d- little different wavelength there it kind of works because you know we can kind of we can meet from different worlds you know but i definitely notice when i talk to a, a female that's in their in her 40s it's a different it's a different conversation always
1: it really is we yeah. even go back and like talk about like the good old days and when we were kids and you know, the mm-hmm. things that like I never got to experience that like he, when he was a kid and then like yeah. the stuff that like, I, like, my, like my nieces, cause I don't have any children. So it's like my like nieces and nephews that, that will never get to experience like what we did when we were kids. And just the, yeah. you know, the whole generation, like, you talk about things like kick the can and, you know, the things that we used to do outdoors and like, none of yeah. that exists anymore. Like the yeah. kids don't, even find that entertaining anymore Mm. and that was like our livelihood like like Mm -hmm. we weren't inside at all like we were outside from after school my mom would be like you gotta come home after school or i'm gonna ground you You gotta do your homework and eat dinner
0: (laughs) right right uh yeah and you could go outside and run around without you know worry of like getting killed or something crazy uh you know it's a little more dangerous today it's a different time but you know it's still a good time it's a it's a cool time, you know. Uh, um, so going back to Everything one of has
1: the has evolved.
0: Well, well, one of the aspects of it being a cool time is the ability for Kayla to showcase her wares and get exposed like on a crazy level, which you have done. So let's start out with that. I mean, so you did you have you had a knack for videoing. Maybe was that a muscle that you nurtured? Um, You know, w- did you just find it to be natural that you picked up the camera and were like, "I'm going to start videoing some of this shit and see what happens"? Like, is that sort of how it started, or were you inspired by not somebody?
1: Nothing. So nobody inspired me to do anything. Okay. Of this. So okay. So I was I was just Kayla Beckett posting on the Drywall Junkies group. just okay. Myself.
0: So the junkies was the first group you jumped on.
1: Yes. I wasn't on anything. I wasn't on TikTok, Instagram. Like I was on nothing. I was just on Facebook. Did you, you had a a personal,
0: you had a personal page.
1: Yeah. That's how it started. Like before I even opened up my company page, like, like I've, I've owned one chick tapering company since 2011. Okay. But because like the industry that I'm leading in, in like Edmonton, and Ontario, and like the locations that we were in, they did have a lot more possibilities for entering into the trades. Okay. So when I moved from Ontario, uh, for the first five years, I was a hand taper in Ottawa, I worked with the ex. And then when we broke up, Chris and I started dating, which is my husband, and he was out west. And like I said, I didn't want to I don't like long distance relationships like that. So he basically, he's like, well, I want you. So I'm going to come pick you up. I'm going to pack your car. I'm going to bring you back to Edmonton. That's the
0: kind of, that's the kind of cowboy you want to wrangle right there, Kayla.
1: That's it. You know, and here we are like 11 years later, you know. That's cool. So then, uh, yeah, so I was working in Edmonton, and I was just, like, posting random pictures. Like, you know, how, like, the typical girls, like, post, you know, like, pictures of me with the drywall in the background. And, you know, like, my little cutesy self. And then, like, the guys were, like, on the junkies group. They're like, you don't run these tools. You don't do this. You
0: don't. Why are you
1: taking pictures? You know, the typical trolls on social media
0: so you they were you 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 were getting they were like like calling you a poser
1: yeah
0: Like, like your husband runs the company you just happen to stumble on the job throw some mud on your clothes and pose with like a banjo
1: that's right
0: who so does then that?
1: out of the blue, my very first my very first two videos okay. were one of the Can Am. So I posted one video of me running final code on Can Am corners. Okay. And then I ran me running 10 inch box. Okay. And that's where it started. Like Do you it
0: know was about like, what do you know about what year that do you know about what year that was?
1: That would have been 2017,
0: 2018. Yeah, because I think I've seen you since since the beginnings. You know, I've been around, yeah. you know, well, trying to. It, like,
1: I didn't, there was no women really to be like hugely inspired by. There was no women like, I know women now that I've been on social media and we've connected on social media, but yeah. like, I was a very lone ranger, like, like warrior in this like industry, like battling it out by myself. Well, head. I feel I like, I feel like
0: the women hadn't found each other yet. Cause no, you know, but
1: see that was before social media. That's when I'm like. Right. We're all over the world. We all feel the same that we're like, yeah. we were all alone. We're the only women on the drywall job sites, you yeah. know? And then social media just connected to me. Like I can literally probably list off about a hundred drywall women that I've met and connected with over social media now.
0: Okay. And then you, um, and you got the junkies, uh, white hoodie on. I was very attracted to the white hoodie. I ended up getting the white shirt, which I really like, um,
1: started on the junkies group and it just kind of bloomed from there. So I was still just my, myself. I was just that one chick taper girl. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even the taping queen yet. Like, the taping queen hasn't even existed. Oh, right. Yeah, I,
0: I totally forgot about the taping queen. So, there was a transition. Yeah, so, like, transition from that one yeah, chick. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, I was in the junkies group just posting my one chick taper self. So, at this point, now I opened up my company page off of my personal page because I had yeah. some guidance from a couple guys that were in social media. They okay. told me to, you know, post my videos in my company and instead of me splashing it across like 100 groups just post the one video across all the groups versus me having to repost the same video in the groups.
0: who who was that who helped who like gave you some who gave you some guidance there
1: uh there was this he was a french guy his name is jokey he's from quebec okay and he's like the most funniest quebec guy like i've ever met like all right like, this is hilarious. This is some of the shit that he did. It was just like he, he made everyone laugh. Like he has a huge following. He has like over a hundred thousand followers, and okay yeah, he, he's he was just funniest like shit. Like and he was so he just, was like, a drywall he just, guy. He, he was
0: in he was in Junkies. He was a drywall guy.
1: Yeah. So he was okay. actually like for the longest time, like he was like like as like a girl, a normal, I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, you're so good at videotaping. I'm like, how do you do this? And he's like telling me pointers, you know, get a uh, tripod, put it, put uh, your camera in the window for better clarity. And and just mm-hmm. remember all of this, I was recording all my debut videos off of an iPhone four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> it's just like, it just kind of came from like posting in the junkies And then I don't know how I did it, but I was starting to know a bit more about social media. And like when you post on Facebook, it says like how many shares you have. So then somehow I figured that one out. And in there, it showed like these guys that were in the junkies group posting in some Portuguese, Brazil, Mexican groups. Like, like it was crazy. And they they called me La Reine de la Pasta.
0: Okay. Right. and at
1: first I'm like the pasta queen so like I actually had to get a couple of guys to translate it Yeah, because yeah. I was all confused like I'm so English and Canadian like I don't know Portuguese yeah, yeah. it probably didn't you know, have
0: so... the uh it probably didn't have the little translator like it does now too you can hit the like see translation right. button
1: yeah so then in time it just like that was like it like eventually everyone was like you're the mud queen and I'm like I'm the taping queen, and then I just kind of ran with it. Like, like I don't think I'm superior above everyone else. It's just like kind of like a name. It's like I call myself the Lady Gaga of drywall because I got Kayla Beckett, I got One Chick Taper and Company, and I got the Taping Queen.
0: (laughs) Now, so do you keep do you keep those uh, titles, or is your company what's the actual name of your company and brand? I mean.
1: So the company, like my actual company is what is on Facebook, which is one chick taper and company. Okay. That's the registered oh. license name, everything, okay. and that's my right. business. And then the taping queen is like your internet facade, I guess if you want okay. to say it kind of just brand. I wanted to brand myself yeah. something that's that cool. stood out, you know, it's something that was different. It wasn't just like your regular drywall contractor or drywall this. Here in Canada, we're not called drywall finishers. We're called tapers, you know? Okay. So so, you, know, like what? you fire... know what? You
0: know what? I was corrected when early on I was like, I said taper, and the union guy was like, That's what happens at the end of your shit. When you take a shit, that's what a taper is. <laughs> you know, All those you know, union guys, they you know have that the union. Best, the, yeah. the best comments. They're, they're hardcore. <laughs> and he was like, We're drywall finishers. And I was like, From that day on, I was a drywall finisher, I was no longer a taper. But now, of course, in the industry, it's like, you know, uh, we wore whites, too, which a lot of people think is weird. And, you know, there's different schools. This is as white
1: as I get for clothing. (laughs) No, in the union. (laughs) I I, I wear black.
0: In the union, uh, you wear white pants. (laughs) I just talked with another guy in uh, Minnesota, and they wear whites, too. I was like, oh, that's not a Northwestern thing. I was in the union in Portland, Oregon. So nice. West Coast, but yeah, they wear white pants, which is yeah. Cr- if you're, weird.
1: If you're a union, I'm pretty sure. Okay, maybe you might wear white because a bunch of followers. You just kind of follow what everyone else yeah. is doing, but yeah, I've never been in the union itself. Like I've always been a self-employed contractor or okay. like a, a peace worker of some sort. Like I've never worked for a union company. Yeah. You know, I've been in drywall since I was 18, so I don't even yeah. have like much like actual outside of construction, I really don't have no, anything to do with like the tax world outside of that. Like that's yeah. what I love about being self-employed is that you're able to have a lot more write-offs. You're able to, yeah. you know, I'm like, Oh, I need a big, I need, I need to write off something this year. Let's go out and buy a trailer, go, go, go out and buy a truck.
0: Yeah. Something. Yeah. Well, I'll say this about the whites. Cause they were always Dickies. I wore the Dickies and um, they get soft after you wear them a lot. And they always had the side loop. I think you wear your you keep your knife in your side loop, but you have a you yeah. have like a metal holder.
1: Yeah, I have where a you keep your belt, six. Like an actual yeah. So it's like I'm actually wearing it right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you gotta be like careful with that. Body. You'll cut you'll cut the fabric in your car, man.
1: Yeah, like like I said, but it's it's by circle brand. So, okay
0: all right let's it's see it. funny
1: it's a little it's a funny little story behind all this so i, I like i always belt.
0: wanted i always wanted to wear one of those and okay, uh th- so they didn't have those when i was in i would use the little tool the hammer loop on the side of the dickies
1: yeah so back in like i'd like to say 2013 um i was doing a parkade in a basement like you know underground it was so hot in edmonton it's very dry desert heat in edmonton here in ontario it's a very like humid like you can't run away from the heat and even in central arid houses it's still muggy okay so in in alberta i bought this belt because i split my pants open as i was bending down to do a butt joint when i was wearing jeans okay and then after that moment i stopped wearing jeans because in like my past life if you were ever a female female and it is that a time wo- <laughs> try oh, wearing yeah. white pants on a job site okay oh, it doesn't yeah. it does not go over very well and there's no way of hiding it
0: yeah that's a white <laughs> that's a what that's a that's a hot mess waiting to happen
1: exactly so that's why <laughs> I, I don't wear white as a girl it's very rare yeah. for white
0: Yeah, bad. see, and here, well, that's an interesting fact, because the union, I would assume, doesn't even take that into, wouldn't even take that into consideration. And it's like, wait a second.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait a second. Girls can't wear white. That's a bad idea. You know,
1: they never think about that aspect of it, right? Like, it's the one thing, even like, it's sad that we're in 2023, and we're still fighting for those, like like to be acknowledged, you know, that we're, we're not a man, you know, we are women, you know, we're very much a women and we want to present ourselves as women, but be professional and have like common courtesy of, you know, of those. I like that. I like it
0: when the girls get done up and they have the side by side, like the work photo and like going out photo. I think that's really cool. I think it's cool that I think it's cool that women can keep can retain their feminine quality and still hang right next to the men on the job. I think that's cool. You got some vitamin D down in Vegas, though. I did. I you did. were eight. You were eight hours from me. A mere eight hours.
1: Oh, snappy! <laughs> yeah, you
0: could have driven. You could have driven over and helped Jack out on one of the jobs. Oh, put you. Put you in the car. Not color.
1: There. I'm, I'm terrified to drive in the states. Actually. That's a pretty crossing the border into Buffalo. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. We gotta switch my car from kilometers an hour to miles.
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry.
1: Canadian man, but good thing I knew my car. So
0: sorry, back to the belt. You're not done. You have more, you have more about the belt.
1: Okay. So yeah. So after I split my pants on the job site, I started wearing jogging pants. And we all know jogging pants don't have belt loops and everything. So then I went to, so to go back from that, I originated a lot of my tool collections through Alberta drywall in Edmonton. Okay. So of course it was, it's like going to a candy store. Like it's literally a a candy land for construction people. (laughs) Like it's crazy. So in there, there was this leather belt for like 30 bucks and the belt loop came was like the other piece to it. And like, it was funny because after all these years of me using some of these tools, I'm now actually sponsored by the very companies that I've been like using their tools for years. So this is a circle brand belt, which I am a circle brand ambassador. I'm now. wait
0: a second. Is, is that the first one that you bought? You still have it. It's still holding up. Like that looks like it. And it's probably like like an old, that's your old buddy. That's one of your yeah, most man, like this that...
1: like it is rough I've cut the end of it like so it fits me properly
0: that's your old friend like, right there. you'd it's, be it's sad if that
1: you'd be sad if that
0: got stolen that's like your gun holster, oh. man.
1: oh, that goes in my van and like comes into my house like it stays yeah. in my purse almost
0: you should probably leather condition it. you should get some mink oil on there. I should clean <laughs> that I baby out
1: some love. <laughs>
0: cool I have I have a yeah I have a bench that I really love I have a six inch that I would be like distraught if I lost it but I always look at those a couple other people wear them too they're kind of rare but a couple people wear them because I'm a side a lot of people ride their six inch in their back pocket or five inch you know whatever they use I was always like the belt loop guy put it right in the side belt loop because I had the dickies and like that's where I just got used to keeping my six inch you know
1: I've sliced my arm open one too many times. So now I just, I like the belt loop because I can throw it right to the very back if I'm doing like trial work. So I don't like accidentally like bring my yeah. arm down and slice it, Yeah. you know, like you can put it closer to the front if you're always like constantly grabbing it. So it's very Now, do you,
0: do you, do you sand your uh, six inch? Do you do it this way or do you do it like that way? You know, do you do it flat?
1: If I, you, if I if i mess up if i mess up a six inch i just replace it
0: you replace it no but what yeah. if you do you sand them occasionally? I, got, I literally
1: have like a box of tools like if i i, I used to like file them down right, and I, right. But like at the point that i'm in my life now there's a few like don't get me wrong like if i nick a trowel Okay, I'm gonna suffer for four hours and I'm gonna grind that baby out, you know? Yeah. But but like my, my knives, like honestly, the circle brand knives that I use, they're they're not they're very inexpensive knife. Like they're okay. like literally like five dollars, seven dollars a knife.
0: Like, That's pretty so, smart. So I would, I get like, so fucking attached to my tools, though. Like I have a tenant from like 20 tool, years though. ago. But yeah, it doesn't work any better. I mean, I just like it, you know, it's like my old buddy, you know
1: yes well that's what i'm saying like a trowel like but like to be let's i'm just trying to be honest here like yeah all of my tools have been evolved in the last five years i oh, have right. tools that i've had since the right. very beginning like i have my original old richard trowel that was a 12 by 4 inch it looks like a tiny baby now you know and it's like but i use bigger trowels i i use a 14 inch trowel all the time and it's either the level five, which is four and a half inches wide, or I use the new Nella one, which is actually five inches wide.
0: Mm-hmm. Those so Nellos it's like are... I've
1: evolved over the years and I don't use tools from like 20 years ago. anymore. I still have them, but they're in like my archive, like collection now.
0: Sure. The Caleb Beckett original, like, and you can purchase the Caleb Beckett orig- original uh, knife for $2,000
1: hey man why not like
0: would you sell it for two i'll
1: sell my i'll sell my old rusty marshall town from 15 years ago you
0: could absolutely sell your old tools for fucking 15k especially if you signed it signed it and sell it to somebody i mean well not 15k but like uh there's a price price. (laughs) you think two grand why not it's a caleb beckett original it might be a collector's item it's
1: where it all began you know like how it yeah. all started like and because i've always been very diverse so it's not like like i have 15 trowels but i do have richard's like naive pant or broad knives like i do have marshall town so it's like okay. I, I was very diverse
0: what about <laughs> advanced that, what about advanced you use those offset knives
1: so i only use the offset knives now like i i think i was introduced to them like a long time ago but because obviously when you're stuck in like Before I really transitioned over into social media, I was very like stuck in my ways. Like I was open to learning, but I was very naive in my way. Like this is the way to do it. Like this is the way I've learned to do it. And then once I like really got on social media, that's when like, like the tool engineer guys started sending me like field test tools. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to use this, I'm going to do field testing. Like I got to figure out a way to, to like submit these tools into my process or at least have a place to benefit me to use this tool
0: so when you when you tried out a tool it was you gave it an honest vetting you know when when you know which which makes sense you know those those vendors that are giving you tools or sponsoring you they want honest feedback
1: yeah and like i said it's kind of like a love-hate relationship when it comes to tool reviews because Like, I'm very honest when it comes to it. I'm not like, we've already, like, I've already, like, a lot of people know this. Like, I'm not a person that you can just send me a tool and I'm going to be like, I love this tool. It's like, no, I have a feeling you may not like this review on this, but I won't post it, but I'm going to tell you directly because I am an actual drywaller on the job site. And like, if if I can't get my 16 year old apprentice or one of my workers to properly utilize this tool... Yeah. How are we going to sell this into the market and be like, and like people come to me about these tools. So yep. yes, the offset knives are relatively new. I'll say four years. Uh, yeah.
0: Who's that? Is that the Sorry. contractor?
1: That's my painter.
0: Oh, that's the painter. Yeah, He doesn't matter. Let him go. Yeah.
1: So we're doing a duplex. <laughs> so so uh, before painters, I left,
0: painters aren't allowed on the drywall podcast move along right I'm just like move just along like, So
1: that one will be ready then tomorrow I'm like
0: it'll be ready when it's
1: ready but I'm like it's 1 30 in the afternoon and you're just showing up now. So yeah it'll be ready for you tomorrow.
0: It'll be ready when it's ready.
1: Yeah but yeah so move along did, uh, <laughs> But yeah so we were doing Project Majestic which we were done the main floor and the basement and everything else but we just had like the little part of the garage to do. So I had Cynthia covering me there, and then I had Brandon over here. But like I was saying, is that like if I can't utilize certain tools, like even uh, the mini pan hop or the mini mud hopper, you know, like I can. My sixteen-year-old apprentice was running, and he's like, and now he's no longer making a mess when he's made put installing corner bead. It's so simple and easy to apply.
0: Dude, and you can even be like, dude, put those five sticks up. I'll come along and wipe. Yeah, them and
1: only he, he just he knows how to Crazy. run it. He knows how. To, like it's awesome. I so would crush
0: like, it with that tool.
1: I know. So like the like everyone's like, oh, the downfall. You got to keep feeding it. I'm like, yeah, but I wouldn't want to fill a big trim trimtexer, like even Marshalltown, one of those big mud hoppers, when I got like ten sticks of bead to put on.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: like I like the little one because, yeah, you may have to keep feeding it, but you can throw it in a bucket of water. You can bring it to the next job site. It's so easy to clean. And like the offset knives, like they come in handy, especially in the big cathedral ceilings that I do. So those big vaults and cathedrals, when they have like the wood beams and you can't get in there with your trowel. And it's yeah. a little too much stress on your hand to get in there with a broad knife. So the offsets are perfect because you can get on that perfect angle. Like I did a commercial job with a feature ceiling, and like I was able to get right in there perfectly. Like there wasn't any stressing, I didn't hurt my arm or anything.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting. So being I more like...
1: open minded to the, you yeah. know, the advanced offsets or like I, I think sheetrock also makes an offset night. I think that was the one of the first knives that I actually had was the sheetrock offsets. Well, and let's just met...
0: draw the conclusion here for all of the drywallers that are stubborn <clears throat> and resistant to change, like Kayla, like myself. You're you, you women are in a position where you're forced to try these new tools. And because of that, the the byproduct of that is you guys becoming more open-minded, having a broader sense of the industry, and like, oh, okay, I might keep a few offset knives in my in my arsenal. I don't use them all the time, but they do have a place. That's very yeah, cool. It's exactly. very cool.
1: Other people in this industry, they may have like only worked with like one company or something. Like me, I've worked with every witch designer of taper that you can possibly think of. I have worked with those guys. I've worked with the great guys. I've worked with the stubborn guys. I've worked with the, you know, the guys that I wanted to quit my job over. You
0: know? yeah. like,
1: and like, and the, the crazy thing is, is that you take small pieces of everyone. So like when I was in Edmonton, I worked with a guy named Curtis. He's an ex hockey player, you know, and he it was so meticulate on how clean he was that's where i get my cleanliness from so he'd learned to you know slow it down a tad bit yes people want speed but at the end of the day people want quality they don't want to come into a house trashed floors trashed. you know people notice when you don't drop mud all over the floor and you know you do take time and it really shows and like another guy showed me how to use the box is leonard then there was daryl he was the head taper for one of the companies i was working for he trained me on all the auto tools so it was like it was just crazy how like when you are more open-minded to processes that's when you like really evolve as a taper well you can
0: turn the dial you can turn the dial on your system because it's like, oh, exactly. now I know four different ways to put up the bead. I've tested them all. This is the fastest for me, and like I'm gonna, I I know, you know, I know without a doubt this is the fastest way to do it. And you can like turn the dial on your systems. You know, it's very cool. Drywall is very system oriented, and that cleanliness that you're talking about, I think, is a big deal. Like m- maybe not everybody will agree with me. There's dirty tapers out there. I feel like the best tapers and finishers are also clean. They have the cleanest mixing area. You could almost you could almost go so far as to say, I could tell a good finisher by how they keep their mixing area. You could almost go that far. Like that's just me. It's just my opinion. But
1: uh no, I, I value that because I've had yeah. It took me, it took me a long time to value that within my own work, like take the extra 20 minutes, you know, scrape the extra floors, like clean up all my boxes and mud, pile them nicely. And it took me a few years, but the contractors were actually like, we would rather you over the guy that can do a house in five days, but he's going to destroy the house, destroy the floors, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'd rather give you the house. You may take an extra day or two on the house. He's like, but I value your quality. The builders love you. Your job sites are very clean. And like, once you start getting that feedback, you start realizing that, you know, the stuff that you're doing is actually worth it and actually making you go farther versus you just going in there, smashing the job out, leaving it looking like shit by the end of the floors. Some guys I know like power sand their floors. (laughs)
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pride. You're taking pride in what you do. It's It's another level outside of just making money. You actually appreciate and you are taking pride in what you do. I think that's the only point that you can get to the level of, you know, some of these finishers, like, you know, you like Phil and Brad, like these dudes, or you see their work and it's just impeccable. And it's like, you know, like you don't get to that level if you don't do those little things. Like if you don't keep your mixing, if you don't keep your knives clean, you know, like uh, there's a lot of little details, you know, I think it's super key.
1: But I always say that comes with experience and time too, right? Like a lot of the guys were thinking the way I used to think when I first was in my first five years. Like I've been in drywall for like 16 years now. Like I have been in the trades for over 20 years because like I started in the trades in high school. Like my dad's a carpenter. I was his sidekick, you know? So it was like, I was a carpenter throughout high school. I went to college for carpentry. Then it was like, I did drywall part-time and I ended up like, dropping out of college, you know, like yeah. and it's like I make six figure income from being a college dropout, you know, and having my yeah. debts paid off in two years and like just growing myself and you why'd
0: know, you like choose said, dry why'd money. you choose drywall if you were coming from like a you know construction background, you kind of could have chose anything. What'd you like about well, drywall?
1: Well it was hard because I really didn't like drywall in the beginning. <laughs>
0: I really did.
1: I, I really thought it was a really dirty, dusty job. It's and shitty. My ex uh my ex was like <laughs> an idiot and he was like toxic and stuff. So he actually lost his license. So I was like forced to drive him to work every day. So I was okay. going to school and I was going to drive, driving him to work. And because there was no point in me like getting a part-time job while I was in school while he was doing drywall. So I would just go to work with him on the weekends So then eventually after like, it took me a while, like it took me a good like eight, nine months to even start even like having an interest and even wanting to be in drywall. Like making that switch from carpentry, from interior carpentry. So I did like tile, I did flooring, we did trim. And like, I was going to college so that I was able to go out in the bush and cut trees down to the very furniture that you see in your house. So that's how wide range this program was. Oh, cool. But it really made me realize the limitations on what you can do with even the credentials if you go to school for it, like what my max without, without me owning and running my own show, what, maybe 25, 30 bucks an hour.
0: Yeah, but that's okay. You know, some people, some people. Well, I wanted
1: more, you know, because I'm not saying it was a bad thing, but it was like when I really wanted to excel in my job and. Really, kind of make, I guess, if you want to say it like the big bucks. I was like, I need to find something that allows me to grow. Yeah. And 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 there's different levels,
0: man. I just interviewed the guy, Jake Creeley, with the Spy Sponge. They got 120 employees. That guy's huge and they're doing big jobs and he's building houses and shit in Tennessee. He developed the spy sponge.
1: You got to build to that too. Like some people are get paid like 18 bucks an hour when they yeah. enter into the workforce at 18, you know? So yeah. it was like, it. I just really wanted something that was going to offer me growth within the industry. What did you, you
0: start liking about it though?
1: It was just like the craft of it. I Okay. So I built furniture. So yeah. when you build a piece of furniture, you see the end result.
0: Okay.
1: Right. So when you see that end result, it gives you that type of feeling, gratification, satisfaction. Okay. All right. I get that same feeling when I finish sanding a house and I see it painted. I'm like,
0: wow. Oh man. You should like, you the should... only
1: thing that's covering <laughs> my work is a coat of paint.
0: You should feel you should feel what it feels like when you finish a wall in Fresco Harmony. Do you like that feeling.
1: Yes. Well, and that's what I'm saying. So it gave me that same feeling, like that excitement feeling, and it just okay. You know, even when you're working with wood, you're you're having to sand it down with different grits and you're gonna to have to stain that and like the stain ain't yeah. gonna cover up any deficiencies. It's actually gonna expose more of the deficiencies.
0: Yeah. I've always so, admired I've always admired w- woodworking from afar. I've always I've I've never got into it too much, but I've always I've always like that's cool. And Bernie uh uh Mitchell up in uh Ontario, he's uh showed me some of the shit that he's done with what have you seen any of his wood stuff oh yeah crazy yeah. good
1: no, they're just so talented man that's all it is it's just pure talent oh and yeah passion for the craft <laughs> and you know that's why i say it's all about passion i think that's why when i started to get more evolved like into like social media and even just like my job like even before social media like i was i was really trying to make those connections like you know my passion for the job hiring women in the industry, showing us women that we can do it. We can do it appropriately. We can, sh- we can, we can run all these tools, you know, we, yeah.
0: can,
1: we can basically, we can do almost anything a man can, you know, but we may look a little better. Sometimes we smell a little better. you know?
0: Definitely. I'd way <laughs> rather work next to a girl. I've worked next to some smelly dudes, man, where it's just like, fuck man, I can't handle this. Or they smoke, you know, which Again, nothing against the smokers, but like, you know, I mean, I go back 20 years, they're like smoking in the house right next to you. And I mean, that's kind of frowned upon now, but like, you know, back then it was so annoying. I was like, you know, but I chewed tobacco, which was also equally annoying. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, I know it was just like crazy.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. So you 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 were attracted to the medium. You were attracted to the to that feeling. That feeling you get of accomplishment. And I always like the challenge of it, man. I you know I love that mud is so challenging. Like it's such a it's such a saucy minx, you know. Like it really takes practice. You can't just pick up a fucking knife and run and streak screws. Like you can't just no. do that. Just just no. like doing that simple action with the with the blade, you know you have you see a million videos of people doing it. It's oh, like, trying
1: to get a hawk and trowel, keeping the mud on your hawk without it spilling. Like that shit takes talent. Like yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, you, someone walking around with a pan in their hand, there is no effort in keeping that mud inside that pan. You load up a hawk. You tell me if that. Yeah. can't... Like they're different. They're They're different. I
0: do both. I do both. Uh, I I run both for different things, but I remember specifically when I went, you know, I had been working with a pan and knife for a long time. And then we I moved up to Crested Butte. We'd finish out the house and then we would do this uh, hand trowel finish with a pool trowel. And the, all the guys would go front, they put their knives and pans back and they grabbed their hawk and trowel. And I was like, what is that? And, uh, I started doing the, I started running the hawk and trowel and it was hard. It took, I remember I was messy and it, to get the feel of that shit, man. And I had mud all over and, um, you know, but once you learn the hawk and trowel, man, I love spinning that trowel around and messing with my hawk and, You know, it's just such a cool feeling. And then, you know, I'll do patches where I, like, run a little bit with the trowel. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I see how this would be way quicker than pan and knife, you know, in the field. Um, I would still finish, though. If I went back to finish a house, I'd probably use pan and knife. But I don't
1: think, honestly, I could ever, like, go back to ever using. And to be honest, I only own a pan, really, for, like, quick set like mixing quick yeah set up. yeah because like i used to try to mix it on my hawk yeah and It used to make a big mess well so then, like, that's when i bought the pan and i was like we're just gonna mix up some quick the, the pan, pan and knife set. guys
0: too that's their big that's their big thing we'll try to mix quickset on the hawk good luck with that and it's like okay that's, that's your right only... gotta just
1: be diverse yeah. just own all the tools
0: get one of those rubber eight balls you know they like
1: yeah. <laughs> i've been looking at those i've seen them all over social media i've thought about them it's but like... me, i'm like i don't i don't mix enough quick set to really use that type of stuff doesn't a lot of those seem like it, blasters.
0: it doesn't seem like it mixes a whole lot um but I guess it would work. I don't know. I
1: think I seen it at the Intex twenty nineteen when we were in uh, Maryland, D.C. I think they were at that show.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, and, I missed um, that one. I was there last year in Dallas, and then I'll be there this year. Are you coming down?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm just too late. I'll cut, it out. I, I cut I like, it out. I like the element of surprise. Like when a lot of people they don't know I'm going because, like, I, like okay, I get people think like, I'm this yeah. like big influencer, but like, to me, I'm just like more still humble and blessed that like, who knew what social media would really do. And like, like, even like, uh, the builder show, like I took my friend, Emily, like I knew her for two hours. I, I met her at Claire's and next thing you know, we're jumping on out plane <laughs> going to Vegas. You know, it was just, I, I, for all the like blessed and humbled opportunities that I get, I've really been trying to bring more people into it because yeah. like a lot of these people, some they're it's it's bad saying it that way but it is true like a lot of people are coming into the game so late into social media like there's already like huge uh impactable like uh influencers men and women in and like when i first joined like there was no like there was no influencers or anything for us women that's that's why it was kind of cool like when i first joined like the drywall junkies group drywallers worldwide well it like, changes like
0: it changes yeah, like, like it, it ebbs evolve. and flows. Like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I mean, I had no idea like, um, you know, and the, and the drywall podcast is still growing, but this has been a tremendous like connector, man.
1: Yeah. Crazy, been, crazy good. Like I said, just, everything has been wild. Like I'm still like mind blown that like in 2018, when I posted my very first video, that like i would be sitting here today sponsored by a few different companies you know they well who do you, you, know, well, who I, do
0: you got I, I, let's give a shout out who are you spo- who are you sponsored uh, by right now Well, well you got the my, junkies
1: like, <laughs> well yeah i'm just i just rep them they, they, they don't pay Fuck me yeah do, of but, course but it's it just honestly being the first uh female admin mod on the group made me feel pretty honored you know because like it's a very like savage group like when I first joined on the junkies group, like it was savage. Like, I mean, like some days yeah. like it, it yeah. hit my heart. I was like, yeah. why would they be that? Mean? Oh, they're Afterwards, hardcore. I'm like, okay, bud, you're getting a little out of hand. We're going to put you on a 24 hour mute and you can learn now to, you know, be quiet or be nicer. <laughs> I, <laughs> I then,
0: quit. Uh, I quit the junkies. And I mean, I have an interview with Kyle. I don't know if you listened to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kyle, have,
0: you, have you, have you heard that interview with Kyle? He's a great guy. Very, you know, he's very knowledgeable about drive. He's more of a boardman. I didn't know. Uh, he's you know.
1: Board, board and steel framing.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, cool but dude. He's out
1: of Calgary.
0: Okay, so we've got. Uh, oh, I was gonna say that I I got off of the junkies because I would go on and post, you know, and I've I've got thin skin. I did back then, and like people were just too hardcore. I was like, fuck this group.
1: <laughs> like honestly they're savages even on me yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll post like because I'll post oh, like yeah. head coding, and they're like why are you using that to grab a bazooka and I'm like yeah. is this a bazooka video like just wait okay I got a bazooka video for you
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: but yeah no so I like I said so yeah I guess if you want to say like endorse sponsored whatever through the junkies group Okay. And then before like everything took off on social media, I've been with two main companies. So okay. wallboard trim and tools, which is circle brand, but
0: well, what wallboard is it? Trim wallboard trim or, or is it circle brand?
1: So circle <laughs> brand is Cheryl's personal line of tools through okay. the wallboard trim and tool.
0: Okay. She so, developed, she developed a uh, circle brand.
1: Yeah. So she has her own line of tools. Like they sell hand tools, they sell knives. Uh, one of my like the big yellow baker that I you see on a lot of my posts. That is a circle brand. My stilts are circle brand. I gotta get and Cheryl so- on
0: here and be like, dude, how did how the hell did you start coming up with drywall tools? You know, that's an interesting.
1: Yeah, so it was just like I got linked up with murky Wallboard, And then it was just yeah. like took off from there. So I have some pretty big sponsors through them. Yeah. You know, like I endorsed okay. a lot of my tools and promotion stuff. Okay. And uh, then Can Am Tools, of course. Uh, I've been with them since day one, you know. And he just found me on social media because I was posting and again, going back to Alberta Drywall in Edmonton. So Blair yeah. and Bart are the owners. There's a few different owners there, but the two guys that I always dealt with was Blair and Bart. Okay. Uh, Blair is more of the business savvy guy that runs the show and then Bart is like the tool master guy like he is your okay. tool guru guy he has every single part every single tool if I'd walk in there and I'd be like I've seen this tool on Facebook Bart okay where is it in your store and he'd go and find it somewhere and this <laughs> like... is
0: Bart's taping tool
1: that's right okay so right. Bart's taping tool is like the his like the Barts that's why I say because he's like the tool guy right
0: sure Okay,
1: so and, and yeah, so then, and then you like, were the Canada first part. you were the
0: first person to have a tech dry tool in Canada.
1: I was, yes.
0: <laughs> yes
1: yeah. uh, I've, I've been a first in a few, like uh, so I was on the field testing team for the level five trowel before Scott Murray uh, launched his tool in September of 2018. Uh, in April, I was field testing his very first trial before it got to the market
0: now wait a That's second why, like, there so wait a second there scott sent me several yeah. trials to field test as well those might have been on online.
1: but you're mm-hmm. in the u.s so i'm a, i'm canadian right
0: oh right so first canadian yeah the, he gave me the, the the thin steel did you try those like the the 0.3 gauge? I, uh, I could even
1: be wrong too like yeah, yeah. like i could mean he could have sent it maybe to another canadian but i never knew any canadians that had the tool
0: i took it i I took his trowel i took his trowel and i grinded it into a pool trowel (laughs) 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 like i was like you should make these but then what we ended up using was the dewalt uh 14 by four inch stainless short shank like jack uses that trowel he loves it man
1: yeah so yeah, yeah, those are like my three main like kind of sponsors, endorsers. Like, uh, yeah. like I just went to the international Builders show. Um, I'm right. getting a little bit more connected with a little bit uh, more behind the scenes as the years are going on and, you know, showing my value, showing my worth, showing yeah. the way I present myself on social media, people like my clean respective side of things and my honest opinions and, sure. you know, my loyalty yeah. to the tools and materials I use. And Okay. So I'm kind of linking up with Certainteed, which is like one of uh is Saint Global. Uh they're linked with I guess that they're they're linked with everything. Like they make drywall mud, okay. board, siding, roofing, Tyvek, you know, like you name it, they make it.
0: How are you getting linked up with Certainteed? What's the story there?
1: I I just just another again just posting randomly on social media and just always tagging them in it and then eventually i've made a small connection like it's like i'm not like fully endorsed or anything by them but i'm developing a really good relationship with them and i just actually met this ceo of certainty in the us uh mark
0: mark so it was
1: really nice to be able to connect being you know the drywall finisher and giving him my feedback on things that have been occurring over the last few years with material. And, you know, I'm not one of those people that will openly bash companies. I, if I have an issue or a problem, like I'll deal with them or speak directly versus saying things publicly, which a lot of people actually have a very big respect for that because I'm not here to say like someone's product sucks or, you know, this is no good. It's, you know what there, I think there's a way to fix this, you know, you know, I'm using this tool or I use this material and, they yeah. really value that because you're not just like, oh, it's great, or it's, you know, that's crap, that's shit. I don't like that anymore. And you're like, yeah. Well, why don't you like that anymore? What's yeah. changed in, in what's been happening? And like there's like the USG mud compared to my certainty mud that I use, you know, like right. the big differences between USG and certainty for in a personal opinion, it's uh the fish eyes.
0: I call them pock marks.
1: That okay, yeah so and like on your you, face and with certainty <laughs> and I actually little... found I get less of that so it was like it's those are like the big differences I love certainty yeah no but coat. can't like, you
0: I... can't you just dump in the soap don't you just dump in a little dish soap I don't, yeah.
1: I don't I don't I sand all my own way. I don't want <laughs> I don't want burning eyes I have been there before
0: <laughs> some people swear by that dish soap, man <laughs> 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 I've never you know, used soap, it man,
1: water only for me <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, very, very cool.
1: Wallboard and, and Can-Am are my two like kind of sponsors that I kind of have my back like through thick and thin. Um, then I also work a lot with Borough Expert. And
0: yes, where the where are they? At? Are they Australian? Germany. Okay. Well, and, I will not. Uh, <laughs> I won't make yeah, that mistake. So- Germany. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah, they're the German steel, like they've it's been hard because like the tape tech were designed around the borough expert. So the tape tech is the Canadian version of Borough Expert. Like Okay. This is, but Borough Expert is like the OG before Columbia, before tape tech, before all of these companies came out with skimming blades. Okay. There was borough
0: expert. I thought level five was the first, no. The no, big, so that's the big skimming a, blades. Long story
1: short. Uh yeah, that Scott Murray made his well. Other things were happening uh, injured. So sure. yeah, so Burrow Expert was created like 15 years ago or ten over 10 years ago, and uh, I worked with again with Ice Rock, and he knew all of these companies. Uh, there wasn't always the greatest relationships. Hey, with some you companies know what that I have you, worked with? So
0: yeah, you need to so, tell Ice Rock to come on here. He's he's like playing prima donna. He's like. You got to tell him he's hey, disappeared
1: Nick, off social media.
0: Nick wants you on the, no, he has. I just posted on something today. Like he was, he was talking, he's there. Tell, oh, you gotta oh, no, tell he's him he's
1: there, but he's like disappearing. He's trying to post less.
0: Tell him he needs to come on the drywall podcast. People want to know inquiring minds want to know what's going on in that crazy head of ice rocks. <laughs> what, right. what invention does he have going next? Um, and he's, I mean, he's got a cool story well, too. He has a lot. Yeah, he's got a lot.
1: Yeah, Ice Rock and I were really good friends. It's been like four years. I started working with him when I was working with Level Five, and then that's okay. kind of how I started working with Burrow Expert. Because obviously, like I always say, like no, no tool relationship in business always lasts forever, you know. So it was okay. uh, a transition point in my life in the in the early year on social media. So I made the transition from like Level Five stuff to Burrow Expert stuff because just you know different tools different processes you think you love a tool and then you realize that you know another tool is actually in fact better than another tool
0: yeah so so yeah. i started
1: using burrow expert and i've been with them i i met how do you spell guys... that
0: how do you spell that
1: e-r-o-x-p-e-r-t
0: expert and that's german And they're the OGs. They're the OGs. Frank
1: Bozowski is uh, the, I guess if you want to say the owner of, or like whatever, the leading guy. And I've met him personally at Intex in 2019. Okay. So I met him and I met the other guys that run the North America office.
0: Okay. I'm so excited about the next Intex, not just having a booth, but the big thing is that I know a lot of people now. So it's just, you know, and luckily I started a little later, like just the drywall podcast has exposed me to this community more, which has been super cool. I've gotten to learn a ton and meet like Wolfgang and Aaron and Columbia and those guys. I already knew Scott, but like everybody's really cool and you and Shorty and you know all the girls you know are super awesome and it'll be neat to go down with like and be able to like say hi and see and meet you face to face and like you know show show my wares and talk to people it'll, you know I'm really looking forward to it it's going to be cool you know all this stuff yeah. is really cool stuff like i didn't know you know i didn't know tape tech had a predecessor i mean i thought tape tech was the aims right didn't tape tech come from it's, Ames? It's
1: crazy. I'm telling you, like, I, if I didn't know certain people, I would think the same way everyone does. When you don't know, you don't actually know. And you're very naive to everything behind the scenes. Like, obviously, like I said, like, there's so much more behind certain stories. And I'm just like, no, I I just, I I've realized that. We, there's a place for all of us in this world there's all there's a place for every tool that ever is created in drywall there's a place for everything here you yeah. know and different between whether you're uh you know a reno guy or you know like the plaster like the skimming blades the big thing of story behind those and why they they weren't really here is because the fact is is that skimming blades are a plaster tool like an actual plaster tool. They're not a drywall tool. They are an actual plaster tool okay. that originated out of like Brazil and Germany. When they're like putting concrete on walls and they don't want to use a trowel, that's what they would use. They'd use the skimming blades.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And then and- just kind of
1: introduced it into the market and then tape tech, tape tech was here. And then there were some issues like, you know, with warping because the, pl- the body was made of plastic and whatever. And then, you know, Columbia came out uh, and level five with the aluminum and then now with the bullet steel. And it's just like, it's totally evolved, like changeable blades. It's like yeah. every company we know, like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, how it's like cool. Something Evolves so much in such a right. short period of time.
0: Absolutely. Kayla Sullivan Beckett. Um, one chick taper, the tapering queen, and then in Portuguese, it's called
1: "La reine de la Pasta."
0: Oh, I like that. Um, what That's if you had good. a if you had a pearl of wisdom? What would it be if you could tell all the drywallers? Put it on a billboard, maybe on a, a banner at the next in Intech show. When you walk in, here's a banner by Kayla. What would it say? What What would you te- What would you tell your community? Just
1: just never stop and never give up because like it, there's just so much more to it but it's like it's a motto I live by you know you get what you give you know like never give up even when the whole world like when the odds of me were everything stacked against me I'm a female in the industry you know you know I was trying to break out on my own you know, I got my stuff. I, I don't even know how many times my shit got robbed. You know, truck yeah. got broken into, tools got stolen. You know, totally ripped down and great degraded by men and women. Like it's not just men. Like women too. Like women sure. are catty as hell. I'm, ma- I'm, married on a I'm married. White note.
0: Uh, I'm married. No, I'm married Like a, so yeah. It's like, it's
1: just like I when everything is stacked against you, that's when you can shine the brightest
0: like it. I like it. You know, like uh, just
1: never give up and like never, you know, like I said, it's just, there's so many that goes into it, but it's like, just never give up. Just keep going forward. Like even when everything is like stocked against you, you have a hundred bad days in a row. That one day, good day is going to make up for all of those bad days.
0: I like it. I like it. And we'll get to know each other more. I'm excited to see your journey uh, in drywall, you know, continue and flourish. Um, You're doing great, you know. Uh, it seems like, it seems like you have a lot going for you right now. So that's really good. I like seeing that. And, um, yeah, maybe we will do another show down the road and, uh, touch base, but, uh, thank you so much for being on the drywall podcast today. This is cool, right?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, it's not (laughs) my first podcast. I've had, I've done four podcasts now. Oh, that's right. Uh, It was nice to be refreshed, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, Pia, Pia,
1: Pia drywall.
0: Pia drywall so he's brazilian uh we started talking
1: that's awesome i was able to connect you guys (laughs) yeah
0: he's a cool dude he's a cool dude so yeah i would either have him you know i'd like to have him on my show you know and you know i'd go on his show or whatever but he seems like just such a cool dude and i'm a soccer player so you know brazil Well, it was
1: weird because when we first when him and i first connected uh for the podcast that we did it was like he's in ottawa so like he's only an hour from me in Ottawa, right. but he's based out of Brazil. So it was like super cool how everything has just evolved. And like I said, it's all now, communication, social media, wait, you know.
0: and Am is doing some sort of event in Brazil. What's that all about? Can we say?
1: Uh so well, I get well, we can talk a little bit about it. Um, so every year uh in Brazil, there's a show called Enix or I don't it, I might be pronouncing it wrong but it's E N I C it's basically like the builder show
0: of Brazil or Enoch.
1: Yeah exactly <laughs> I'm like uh, so uh one another influencer who goes there uh she does demos and which has always been there and then I was given the opportunity to go there last year but unfortunately okay. Canada, Canadian mandates held me hostage yeah. in Canada that's yeah. These are the facts here. Yeah, and yeah. I wasn't able to travel. So she ended up going, which was great that she got to get out, you know, and actually go and do this again. But, yeah, so Pia actually works with Can-Am. Okay. And now we're all trying to uh, basically, like, connect so that we can get to one of these shows and yeah. be able to go there together with Wolfgang and Faye and Zach. And, yeah. And him and I. Yeah, I, I was telling him. It's a- yeah. I, it's still a 50 50 like everything yeah. like, like things get very expensive when you travel and stuff yeah. like that yeah. but um i just like to think of myself i'm very uh i make can-am tools look a little too easy for what i'm told like i i make it look oh, okay. very easy running the tools that's so good I, that, that's that's a huge part of like the great relationship that i have with can-am and these other uh influencers and stores and distributors that sell as tools Is like when you make the tools look easy to run it, that's where everything kind of is great so it's been really cool like like i said it's been a really cool experience and like social media connecting with certain people and yeah pia drywall like it was crazy that conversation i was like the first uh english one so i was not able to talk the way we are talking right now yeah yeah. i had to like short short sentences. <laughs> Yeah. So we had a translator. Yeah. Uh, in oh, the cool. Of everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I so want to interview Drywall. I want to interview Drywall Angie and get like my neighbor who speaks Spanish and like have him just translate, like sit next to me and just translate.
1: Yeah, because you know. it's cool when you're able to communicate with uh, like the other, yeah. like the Portuguese and Spanish and you know, like yeah. just other languages of people who love watching like my videos, but they don't understand a word I'm saying.
0: Right, right.
1: So it was called, well, yeah, going on there with the translator. And, yeah, no, it was really neat uh, experience.
0: Um, Yeah, and Brazil. How cool would that be just to go to Brazil and check it out? It'd be sweet.
1: Yeah, no, and that's just it. Like, I I, I was 32 when I first left uh, Canada. I, was, I never traveled outside of oh, wow. Canada
0: ever. Okay.
1: So the Intex in Maryland, D.C., which was in National Harbor in 2019, was like the first time I ever left Canada.
0: It's addicting, right?
1: And then I went to Chicago. And like yeah. that's when uh, we were talking about this the other day. So I went to Chicago. I, I was invited by Trimtex to go to the factory. Right. It was the first ever women in drywall conference at the factory. Right. They've had a few since then, but I was the first one. And it was, like, right in the beginning of the lockdown, March of 2020. Right. So, and, like, I was saying, like, when we were talking about Fresco Harmony, and, like, some people, they've seen your product. Some people, they've only heard about it. But, like, me, I was, like, I was, like, spider woman on the wall. I was, like, touching it. And I was, like, ooh, look at this.
0: (laughs) Tries you in. Tries you in a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just, like, a different product, right? So. It's it's great being able to like actually like go there and see the different designs. And you know, Bernie was Bernie was uh he had some of his work there from yeah. the drywall art. Yeah. So it was just like really neat to actually like not only be able to like to see what you guys do like on social media, but actually get to see your work like firsthand in person, up close. I can actually touch it, like. It, it, it's, it's a very cool experience so that i yeah, and, exactly are, and are
0: are you going to come down to csr and hang out and make a sample with us
1: i i'm not sure yet we'll two weeks that dude way. i don't know
0: i you know what put it, from, put it all away put it all away from
1: the international builder show i got like three jobs on the go right now right and it's like it's time crunch time going to toronto like yeah but this is gonna, gonna make me?
0: this is gonna make you money dude <laughs> see. Uh I can sell. I can sell to the best of them. Um we'll see we'll no. see where
1: my schedule lays. I would I like to see you. For sure that uh, I'll be going, but, but. but
0: if not there, maybe build twenty-three. Maybe. We don't know for sure.
1: I know Intex isn't even called Intex anymore, right? It's called build twenty-three.
0: It's the A W I
1: C or yeah, the yeah, A W I C.
0: Whatever they call it, I'm just I'm I'm gonna try to get some some more distribution, and this will be big for Fresco Harmony. It'll be the first national show, so I'm very excited.
1: Well, and that's just it. Like the International Builder Show was very different. Like it was different influencers there. Like yeah. it was different people there.
0: Went before I I went in like 19, and it was no 20. Right before COVID, I went, and it, it was a little weird. I didn't know anybody, and I wandered around. I was like, meh. I was a part of the yeah. home builders association here in Albuquerque. And, uh, it was just kind of like, not, you know, I'm the build 23 show is more my cup of tea, you know, the intact.
1: Well, yeah, more of the influencers that we all know, everyone yeah. that we do know on social media, like it, yeah. it's, it, it definitely is more of like the show, like for what we yeah. are geared to, yeah. like, like as a drywaller, like if, if I was a reno person, like. The, the builder show would be great because you see tile back way better
0: yeah you know but, but like for... i'm
1: legit like, i'm legit like a full-time drywaller.
0: <laughs> right for drywall people and if you're listening the build show is great you can like sponge lots of cool ideas but if you want to go to a industry show in text build 23 is like what you want to go to see the new knives and you know American gypsum is there and like, you know, L and W and all these, you know, GM, GMS and, uh, you know, certainty, Pro, you know, I'm sure grabber, all these different, you know, people and tools that we use on a daily basis, Columbia, you know, those dudes will be there and Wolfgang and everybody be hanging out in Trimtex, you know, so that's the yes. show you want to go to
1: yeah well and that's why i was like it was cool to go to the international builder show. don't get me wrong but yeah it was very much like if i was more into renovations and things like that it would have been a lot different for like the viewing but like it was still cool like before i let you go so i picked up these things okay so this was from because the international builder show you got to remember when that show was happening last week there was four shows different four different shows going on there was the international builder show the national hardware store or show okay the kitchen and bath show and there was something else going on okay so like in when you go into the building the upstairs was the builder show and downstairs was the hardware show okay so these are like things that you put your extension cords and so like me i'm like thinking oh. i'm like there's not much here for me like i spot these so I run off generators all the time, especially okay. with being in new, like I work in new projects that like aren't tied into city lines. So like I'm, I run off a lot of generators. So these, you could put your extension cords and connect them inside. So outside uh, of
0: the snow
1: uh, rain, or in the mud, No more it knots. Doesn't actually,
0: no more knots. Yeah. So like yeah. you
1: actually close it, it goes in both sides and it keeps it dry.
0: Love it! Smart, mind blowing. Yeah,
1: I'm like, I may not, I may not need it all the time, but this will come in handy.
0: Good for wet climates, that's for sure. Kayla, thank That's you so it. thank you so much. Um, we'll do this again, man. There's a lot here. There's a lot we didn't cover. So, uh, yeah, I hope you have a good rest of day. we didn't even talk about day.
1: my co-op students. We didn't I talk know. about
0: none of that no, stuff. No, there's more. There's more. <laughs> we'll save some for next time. You know, yes. I, I've, I haven't even gotten through the gamut to start having, you know, reoccurring people, which I'm looking forward to as well. But, you know, I think you're number 38, 39, maybe. I have to count. But... I know,
1: you asked me a while ago, but I've been just way too busy and Perfect. Just business yeah. is just crazy. Like I I have a lot of work on the go, so
0: Well, everybody's busy, but you know what? People do want to hear your story. And people want to hear Ice Rock's story, and people want to hear Phil's story. And so, I'm very appreciative when somebody comes on and we get to talk, especially an influencer, and expert like yourself, you know, uh, people want to hear Kayla's story. So it's cool. And I want to hear your story. You know, I think it's cool.
1: Well, I appreciate you inviting me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk soon. You have a good rest of your day. You as well. All right. Bye. Bye. Special
1: thanks
0: to Kayla Sullivan. Beckett, aka the Taping Queen, for joining us on the Drywall Podcast today. I appreciate your time and I look forward to seeing you maybe at uh, Build 23. Special thanks to our newest sponsor, Can Am Tools, for the months of March and April. Industry leading tools that help professionals around the world save time and money for the months of March and April. Now you have the opportunity to get your hands on these amazing tools at a discounted price. All you have to do is go to canamtools.com and enter promo code TDP15. Also be on the lookout for my interview with Canam Tool President Wolfgang Dombrowski. I can't wait for that one. The Drywall Podcast was also brought to you by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. You can find Fresco Harmony online at csrbuildingsupply.com. Also, guests of the Drywall Podcast will receive a swag bucket from CSR full of all kinds of cool stuff. Stuff. If you have questions about the Drywall Podcast, Fresco Harmony, KM Tools, or anything, you can email me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. Thank you so much for joining the Drywall Podcast today. Join us next week when we interview AG Drywall. Until then. Keep drywalling.